Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Alright everybody, welcome back to Talking Comics Best of 2015 Podcasts. I am your host Bobby Shortle, I'm in the house with Bob Ryer. Hey! Here with Steve Say. Yo! Mara Wood. What's up? Joey Bracino. Oh, I was gonna say what up. <laughs> and <laughs> Stephanie Cook. I'm alive! You are alive, you are here. Part 3 of our Best of 2015. We're getting into the, the heavy hitters at this point. Uh, we've got Best Miniseries, Best Web or Digital Comic, uh, best story arc and best new series to go on this episode. We're going to kick it off with best web or digital comic. Bob, what do you got for us? All righty then. I thought you were going somewhere else, but I am going to say for best web comic, Hark, A Vagrant, Bandit, and Hinch Girl. All right. Okay. Uh, Stephanie. All right, so um, I, I've got uh, Fresh Romance, um, Hex 11, and uh, Bandette. All right. I, there was a third one I was like trying to, or a fourth one I was trying to be like, <laughs> but I haven't read enough so, of it. Good. It's a good nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. I also had Hark. A Vagrant. Okay. Uh, and Fresh Romance. Okay. And I only had two. Okay. Uh, Steve. Uh, am I allowed to nominate Nimona? Uh, I don't, did, did they publish any mm. this year? I'm no, sure. it would be. It should be under Best Graphic Novel now. Yeah, okay. we. Yeah, we actually. That's what we were talking about over here. So yeah, no, Nimona didn't come out this year. Okay, so then I've got uh, Super Mutant Magic Academy. Mm. That's, that's also uh, a graphic novel. Now it is, but it came. It was a collection of web comics. Yeah, but yeah. it didn't come out this year. None that came out this year. Okay. It, All right. Well, the only one, the only thing I have then is Hark of Vagrant. Okay, that's fine. That's tough. <laughs> you got I mean, two votes. You got two votes. It, it's a really like dicey thing. Three votes. I mean, yeah, they got three votes. Hark of Vagrant. No, I'm talking about Steve now has two backups. Oh, oh, he does. Right, he yeah. has two votes in the pocket. <laughs> Silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining, Steve. Uh, Mara, you got anything for us? DC bombshells. All right. Uh, sensational comics featuring Wonder Woman okay. and Fresh Romance. Okay. All right, and fresh romance. Okay, um, so I had uh, Blue Valkyrie, uh, The Groom, which is actually a Emily Carroll uh, short comic that she put out this year. Oh, and, I may have seen that. And it's really good. And A Better Place, where's the other one I had on here? Um, all right, so it's obvious. Uh, I think Hark of Vagrant and Fresh Romance are both going to be um, locked in, considering what we got here. Um Okay, so um, now we got a lot of stuff. So we got we got we have two bandettes. We have two bandettes. So put that on for now, because I think that's going to end up being on there. So let me just cross off the ones that we've got multiple votes for. 
All right. Steve, you got two votes. <laughs> All right. Give me the list. Uh, you got Hex, what, 11, 70? Yeah. Hex 11. DC Bombshells, Sensation Comics, uh, Blue Valkyrie, The Groom, and A Better Place. Uh, I would probably throw my votes right now behind The Groom because uh, I know how, how amazing Through the Woods uh, was and DC Bombshells, which I've been uh, reading these past few days and have been really enjoying. Okay. All right. Um, Seven, tell me about Hex 11. Uh, so it's only like, I believe, four or five issues in, but I talked about it on the show, and basically it's this really awesomely drawn and written series uh, about a world where like magic exists and um, there's a couple like different factions that are um, like they're, they're sort of ground level people and um, like a corporation kind of going on and um, there there's like this person that kind of unintentionally gets involved in um, some shady dealings that that are that are going on and um the the kind of like ground level people um have to like figure out what to do mm -hmm. um it's i don't know that's not really doing any, any good solid um <laughs> let let's see the magic age rises that's <laughs> what their arc is called it's great uh okay so this is what theirs says in the world of Hex 11, humans, through the discovery of a new energy source called the ether, have found that they're capable of magic. Um, as civilization moves from the digital age to this new magic age, corporate and federal entities are concealing what they know, seeing an opportunity for a new level of control and unprecedented monetary gain. Um, meanwhile, a class war is brewing in the urban underworld known as the Hex, where the have-nots have found themselves after years of injustice of... Oh, wait, yeah after years of an injustice and oppression. It also serves for a haven for the magically inclined, a place where they operate in secret. And one young witch, uh, Eleanor Kent, who is living in the Hex and apprenticing uh, with a very powerful oracle, um, aspires to master the many facets of magic and finds herself practicing. And one seemingly ordinary task placed her in the crossfire of a black magic war or black market warlock and a demonic mercenary. All right. Mm. It was just much easier to read that because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this, but there was a party at my apartment last night. So. <laughs> and somebody definitely spiked the punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I want to say Blue Valkyrie is a story of a, it's a transgender superhero. Um, very interesting in, in the way it's laid out and sort of the idea the, the first few pages are, are full color and the rest is, is in black and white and it's a it's a really excellent uh, story and a really interesting story um, playing on both the idea of being a superhero and you know dealing with your identity and dealing with how people deal with you is really a lot of what the story is about. Um, very, very, very good. Um, these, again, it's, these are tough categories because there's so many web comics that it's it's hard when people have people have to read a ton you know in order to one, one of the people involved in this is called kelly sue milano and we know that kelly sues are awesome <laughs> <laughs> so i just i just wanted to interrupt to say that bobby i'm All sorry right, thank, you. On. Thank, blue you. Valkyrie. thank you very much yeah <laughs> blue valkyrie is great i just wanted to bring it up again a lot of this is like bringing up books and stuff that we want people to make sure, sure. they've heard of um for me um bob i am extremely surprised that bombshells and sensation comics weren't mentioned by you because i thought they'd come up 
<laughs> but your vote's got to count here, Bob. Yeah, well, I also want to make sure I mentioned Hench Girl, which is <laughs> by Kristen Gunsdott, because I've talked about it on the show a couple of times. That is, the webcomic comes first, mm-hmm. and there are, I think, seven in and mm. two to the print issues about a, you know, it's someone who works for a supervillain. Not a particularly good ones, the Butterfly Gang, and <laughs> she's having second thoughts about being a bad person. For instance, they don't have health insurance. <laughs> so it, it, it's a charming little oddball cartoony thing that I just I'm very strong on. Hmm. Um, are you stronger on it than DC bombshells? Well, since I, I don't have any other votes to, I'm just to back, up, back up my own thing, if I was throwing my weight behind something, yes, it would probably be DC bombshells. I talked up Sensation a ton last year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I mean, both are good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We have two votes for DC bombshells as it is. We do. My, my third vote was going to be for DC bombshells. Okay. So if and, you, if, and I just read the first few chapters of The Groom mm-hmm. while we were we were chatting. Not that I wasn't listening. To it, <laughs> um, it's very good too. Yeah, um, I, I think I, I think probably DC DC Bombshell should end up being on this list. I think that's I can definitely put behind that. I've only read a few of the of the issues, even though I was the first one who read it ever read here. Uh, but um, it's uh, it's high quality stuff, and I think I think obviously Bobby's had a ton of passion for yes. it, and obviously Mara, Steve, everybody has really liked it. I know Stephanie, you had read some of it too, right? Yeah, I've only read a couple issues, but it's pretty freaking great. Yeah. So pretty freaking great. <laughs> Marguerite Bennett and Marguerite Sauvage. Yes. yes. <laughs> um Okay, so let's see let's we have four I think that are kind of standing right now. Hark of Vagrant, uh Bandette, Fresh Romance, and DC Bombshells. Right. I think are are are, are, are four. Um uh, I'm going uh, you know, my personal passion here is, is definitely the groom. That's the one that I'm, I'm the, I, I, mm-hmm. I love the most. Uh, it, it's got all the stuff that makes Emily Carroll great. It's it's gorgeous to look at. It's also scary and and unsettling and weird. Um, and I just love her art and her way of storytelling so much. And and you know, we have no other sort of long form publication to read it in right now. Right. Um, and so that's the only way to really get it. And I I just think it's it's pretty awesome. Um, Based on what Through the Woods was like, I'm, I'd be in. Uh, lock it in, lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. This is that's Joey's saying for this whole process. Lock it in. <laughs> um, Stephanie, how do you feel about how do you feel about that? I know you haven't read it, but I'm just trying to get a sense here. Flip a table. <laughs> it's no yeah, flipping, no flipping cool. tables. Time. I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. go for it. Do it. Um, Steve, how are you feeling? Ah, uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely down for uh for the groom. For okay. Sure. Okay. Cool. So let's lock that in then. So our best webcomic nominees of the year, Hark of Vagrant, Bandette, Fresh Romance, DC Bombshells, and The Groom. All right. We, we knocked down the webcomics. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's go on to, uh, we said we're going to do miniseries first, I think, for this one. So miniseries, we're gonna do, what we'll do now. Um, Steve, why don't you start us out? Sure. Let me just get to, uh, okay. I have... The Death-Defying Dr. Mirage, Giant Days, and We Can Never Go Home. Okay. Um, Mara. Princess Leia. (laughs) I love how sheepishly you say it. (laughs) Shattered Empire. (laughs) And A-Force. Okay. All right. Stephanie. 
Uh, oh, knocking over things. <laughs> um, Hellboy and the BPRD 1952. Okay. Wolf Moon. Okay. And the kitchen. Which one? The kitchen. The kitchen. Oh. Okay. Bob. Lady Killer. Okay. A Force. Okay. And Shaft. Okay. All right. Um, wait, I'm gonna get my eyes here. Oh, yeah, so I have Deathrefying Dr. Mirage, um, Mimetic, and Steve, Alex, and Ada. Ah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that'll be that'll be one of those ones that should have been on there but was not. There's always one. <laughs> this 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 whole this whole paring down process for me over the past couple of days has been just a giant thing. Um, yeah, I uh, I would definitely put my passions behind that as opposed to one of my others. Well, do sure. you want to take one of yours off and put put it behind? Uh, that? I'm gonna I'm just for the sake that I haven't read the last issue, I'm gonna take uh, We Can Never Go Home off that list. Okay, go in oh. for Alex and Ada. Okay, I was I was so surprised <laughs> to see that on there. You know what? It was on. It was on the long list, and then when I emailed it to myself before I left for Canada, I, uh, I must have not copied over at the bottom. And just, I, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know that Giant Days and We Can Never Go Home Again were announced as minis. I thought they were always they're ongoing. They're not. They, no, they're ongoing now. They, they used are. to be minis. They did. They used to be. I, I, yeah. Well, because I mean, if they're announced as minis, they get they count as minis. But I just wanted to make sure that. Well, it was originally supposed to be six, and then it was twelve, and now it's ongoing. So it's evolved over the course of its coming out. Which one, Giant Days or We Can Never Go Home Again? Giant Days. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'd say that's a little different. I mean, that's that's tough. That's I, an ongoing. Uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Uh, just because it's like a that's like a, a weird process to go through, you know. It's uh, not like been since like a, like the last couple of days. It was announced in June. It's uh, like puberty, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's an ongoing process. <laughs> All right, you can take it off. I don't mind. Um, yeah, I thought you were talking about like to find Doctor Mirage. Like that was a mini that when they finished it, they said they were going to do a like an ongoing afterwards. Um, so uh, okay. So, the only ones we have multiple votes for are oh we have A Force, Death Defying Doctor Mirage. Oh, sorry, Joey. I'm sorry. I don't think uh, I'm getting used to this. I'm getting used to this whole six person thing. The fiction. The fiction. Okay. Fight Club Two. Okay. And sixteen oh two Witch Hunter Angela. Okay. Because why not? Because that's, that's what you want to end of the year list, Joey. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it, though. Yeah, well, that's what I figured. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so the only ones we have doubles for are Death Defying, Dr. Mirage, A-Force, and Alex and Ada. Those are the three we have more than one for. So we're putting those in? Let's just put them on the short list for now because I want to keep the discussion going about the other ones. Um, those are, let's say, safe for now. <laughs> for now, being the operative. Yeah, one. for now. Um because we have a lot of a lot of singles here, um, so who who has something they're super passionate about that they really want to make this list that they're the only one who brought it up? I do. Okay, Stephanie, you go first. No, this is Mara. Oh, I'm sorry, Mara. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it together. I'm sorry. That was clearly a voice that screamed, "Let me talk about Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But it's Shattered Empire. Oh, you're going with Shattered. I thought you, Leia. I heard really good things about. Well, Leia, both were good. But if I'm going to pick one that I really want to highlight this year, it's got to be Shattered Empire. And part of that is um, Greg Rucka. Mm, and yes. 
You're speaking um, my language, Mara. <laughs> yeah, Greg Rucka did it. And we have A-Wing pilots. We have the, the parents of Poe Dameron, who's in our new movie. And these, these issues came out so quickly as well. So I didn't have to wait a month between them. I just had to wait like six days. <laughs> and I was, it was one of those that kind of gave you the, a taste of what came out immediately after Return of the Jedi, but still left you with a lot of questions. And it was focused a lot on, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of pilots. Mm-hmm. I love the pilots in Star Wars, and this really appealed to me. And it also didn't erase the prequels. Mm-hmm. There was one issue, I believe it was issue three, where they go to Naboo. And you you have the royalty there, and you have this this history that has been ignored in the past, and you can tell that Rucka is a fan of the prequels by the way that he incorporated what they bring to the Star Wars franchise in this four issue miniseries. So. All right, that was a pretty good, pretty good stump speech, Mara. Uh, Marco, Marco Chiquetto was on the artwork. He was, yes. yes. Sold, lock it in. <laughs> Amazing space well, battle. <laughs> they're, they're fight, they fight an AT-AT in the middle of a city. What? Do yes. it. <laughs> you can't lock it in twice, Joey. It doesn't work that way. Only one in the desert. <laughs> uh, it's Bob. Okay, as I said I was going to talk about Shaft earlier, mm-hmm. and I certainly will at the end of this, but I think since there aren't any other votes for Lady Killer, I'm going to start with that. Mm-hmm. Because that, I came upon this series just trying to pick covers for the column Steve and I do. And this staggering image of this sort of Mad Men era you know, floor cleaning ad that is now a, a woman in full you know gown and heels mopping up a bloody kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's it's a Josie Schuller who's a hit woman for an undis- undisclosed government agency of some type who's looking to get herself extricated from this. She's still dealing with her husband, her kids, her nosy mother-in-law who thinks something's up because she keeps meeting people out in the street and she drives away to missions and starts shooting up uh, the Playboy Club and the uh, Seattle Space Needle and sorts of things. It is both retro and futuristic in its own sort of way in that it presages uh, women's liberation in that this is set just before that. But here's someone who's already got that agency. She wants to do something different with what her life is. She wants to take control of it and... The forces aligned against her are not so happy with someone having their own voice. And Joel Jones on art and co-plotting and Jamie Rich from back in the old Mad Men, the Atomic Days and with Mike Allred, just do a fabulous job of capturing that era and something really special going on at, at that time. Yeah, I mean, I kind of always assumed it was going to end up on this list. That's what yeah. <laughs> Over the last couple, over the last the months of, of you talking about it, all right. So we've heard from Mara, we've heard from Bob. Anybody else have some some passion about something here? So let me talk about sixteen oh two witch hunter Angela. Okay. Um, no, I'm not really like it's uh, the thing about it that I really loved is that uh, the first of all the art the creator stable is insane. It's Kieran Gillen, Marguerite Bennett. Marguerite Sauvage and Stephanie Hans did the did the book and it's written in like Shakespearean early modern English mm-hmm. from cover to cover. And the first review I did of the book, I tried to do that too. And it's impossible. Like it's impossible <laughs> to keep that up. So I was impressed with that. The artwork's gorgeous. And um that book, I love the original 1602 from Neil Gaiman, but that, that book was one of the first 
Secret Wars kind of tie-in things going on. And it got me excited for what Secret Wars could possibly be because what I thought was that it was going to be kind of wacky reimaginings of your kind of standard Marvel characters. Now, did that end up being the case? A little bit, but um, it was a really kind of really good entry in allowing these creators to play with the, the Marvel universe in a way. So I really like that book. Um, and uh, the fiction from boom was, was really wonderful too. Very surreal. Um, passionate enough for me to, to stump speech further. No, it's fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Those, those would be my two. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, what, which one of your three are you most passionate about? Um, I think prior to maybe last week, Wolf Moon was the one that I thought um, everyone should read. But I read, again, Hellboy and the BPRD, 1952. And I think that this is such a really great gateway into the Mignolaverse um, and both the BPRD and Hellboy. Um, it's a two-for-one introduction um, that you can just pick up and read uh, and not have to know anything else about these characters or the comics or the continuity you can just enjoy it and you're getting a amazing story from uh mike mignola and you know mike mignola and the gang <laughs> um i i think that it's fantastic um dark horse always does a great job of putting these out quickly and um you know putting them out in beautiful editions uh, we've talked about that at length before, but, you know, we're not here to talk about how great the quality of the paper is and stuff, <laughs> uh, especially because I, I read this digitally. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just think Hellboy and the BPRD, um, and not just because it's a good Hellboy story, but because it's a great story amongst, you know, thousands of comics that we get every year. And for me, this stood out mm -hmm. absolutely um so what i'm what i'm what i'm feeling here um is that we kind of have four books for kind of two spots in, in some ways right because we've got 1602 shattered empire hellboy and lady killer you know i'm just going by the ones people are yeah. mo most mm -hmm. passionate about here because obviously we have to we have to cut somewhere um to, to fill out the last two of, of this list um you know uh again my personal picks would probably be hellboy and lady killer but i mean that's just me throwing it i have no more dogs in this fight so i don't have a lot to throw my way behind um and it's, I'm just also being selfish because I really want to read The Lady Killer and Hellboy, and this will give me an excuse to do yeah. so. So I'm being very transparent about yeah, why okay. I'm picking those two things. <laughs> I think you really like Lady Killer, so I think you should vote for that one. I like that Shattered Empire pitch. I'm not going to lie. I oh, passion. It was a lot of passion. We know, we know. It had a lot of passion there. Um, so ooh, this is tough. This is really tough. Steve, what are you feeling right now? Um, I'm definitely, out of what we have left, I'm definitely feeling Lady Killer. Mm-hmm. Lock it um, in. <laughs> I, I did read it, and I, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was really unique. Um, the artwork for it is absolutely spectacular. And um, just the you know the beginning of a series that has major potential that should they choose to do other other arcs, then I'm excited to read it. Yeah. And they've already announced another mini, right? Yeah, for, for yeah. later in the spring. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mara, have you read it? Yes, and actually I didn't put it on this list because it's kind of sort of going to pop up on a 
Okay. Different list in a different form. Mara's very, oh. Mara's very stringent. Like, it only be on one list. Well, otherwise it'd be all Star Wars. I know what, you know what I mean? Like, I just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't want any repeats. <laughs> Sometimes Welcome you need... to the Misfits. Sometimes you need... <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Breakthrough before on the break. Mara's like, I just, I, there was, there's no set, there's no set, you know. Rubric. Rubric for it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about you, Mara. <laughs> um, Full of surprises. <laughs> so, I, I, what I feel from here is that Lady Killer should probably be uh, on this list. Mm-hmm. I dig. Are, are we digging that? Everybody okay with yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Lock it in. Okay. okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm stealing your bitch. You no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come up with another one. Now. <laughs> don't, don't lock steal it down. Joey's lines. Trying to throw you off your game, man. Um. So right now the the four would be Deathifying Doctor Mirage, A Force, Alex Nada, and Lady Killer. Um, this league was really a. I mean, there seems to be more fight, more passion for Hellboy and Shattered Empire than 1602. That's fine. Is, yeah, is that okay, just, Joey. I'm just trying to. I just think everyone should read it if she like once you, once it's like free. <laughs> once it's on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so, really fun. So we have it's, it's Hellboy versus Star Wars. A battle of battle of geek mega properties. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, ladies. Yeah, us. Mara, Mara, and Stephanie, fight. <laughs> I don't fight. Mara can have it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, go for it. Do you? Uh, hmm. So. I'll say for the number of Star Wars miniseries that have come out this year, Leia, Chewie, Lando, Shattered Empire. I mean, one of them's got to come up somewhere. <laughs> just law of averages they were all good they were fantastic and the fact that mara only picked one oh she picked two of them on this list sorry yeah (laughs) um are you uh, stephanie are you sure you're 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 cool that you don't want to put up any more fight for hellboy i'm so tired (laughs) well that should not be the reason stephanie (laughs) it's really good you guys (laughs) it's really good um Okay, so it looks like we're going to go with Star Wars Shattered Empire. Um, so, Bob, read off our list. Death-defying Dr. Mirage, Alex and Ada, A-Force, Lady Killer, and Star Wars Shattered Empire. All right, moving this train along. Um, here we go. Uh, story arc, huh? That's where we are? This is going to be another one where there's, like, everyone has different things. <laughs> It's bound to happen. Um, okay, so uh, Mara, why don't you go first? Okay, so I don't know the name of the arc. It's okay, but it's basically a Thor arc where we we're trying to find out who it is. Oh, who okay. is Thor? Yeah, yeah. Who's okay. late Thor? Yeah, yeah. I called it. Who holds the hammer? That's what. I, why? Whosoever holds the hammer. I'm yeah. going to yes. be more Stanley yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. That arc. Okay. Uh, last days of Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. and showdown on the Smuggler's Moon from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> now which which series is that in star wars That's the regular the, star the wars proper, okay. this is the second arc from issue eight through i believe 12 mm-hmm. or 13 i can't remember now that's right second arc second, of, second second major star wars arc. yeah second okay. major star wars arc joey uh i had also had miss marvel last days okay i had the hawkeye finale number 20 to 22 uh and I had Wicked and Divine Fandemonium, number six through eleven. Okay. Okay. Stephanie. 
Um, okay, so I had this is story arc, right? Yes. That <laughs> <laughs> um, girl, volume two. Okay. The one with the wedding. <laughs> um, Catwoman, volume six, keeper of the castle, and Squirrel Girl, volume one. Um, I don't know what the title is, so I'm going to call it How About Dumb Nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Steve. Uh, Silver Surfer, the new Galactus trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrow County, Countless Haints. Okay. And The Last Days of Ms. Marvel. Nice. Okay. Bob. Just because Last Days of Ms. Marvel. Okay, good. Silver Surfer or Galactus, which is 8 to 11, though, they'll continue into yeah, that's one 15. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thor, whosoever holds the hammer. All right. Nice. So I also had Silver Surfer, um, that, that same arc. Um, where is my thing here? Where is you? Where are you, story arc? There you are, story arc. Um, I got uh, uh, Justice League, Dark Side War, part one. And um, I've got... Lazarus Conclave. Those are my three. Um, all right. All right. Okay. So obviously, Ms. Marvel Last Days is the lock. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. And then we've got two votes for both Silver Surfer and Thor as well. We have three we servers. Have three. three servers? Oh, yeah, yeah, we have three. Yep. Sorry. So Silver Surfer's locked. Um, sorry, I, my, my little math thing here is a little bit off. And then uh, Thor has two, so they put that on the on the safe list. Um, all right, so we've got a lot of other books, a lot of other other arcs here. Um, Stephanie, tell me about Batgirl Volume Two. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. So Batgirl Volume Two is the continuation of. Uh, I was about to say volume one. I was so tired. <laughs> um, so this, uh, you wouldn't have been story. wrong, by the way. You wouldn't have been yes. wrong. It's true. Thank you. <laughs> um, but this is picking up where we left off. And, um, you know, as Barbara gets, you know, comfortable with life and the new transitions that she's made, um, she gets herself a boyfriend uh, and, she she has a transition into having a new oracle kind of kicking mm-hmm. around um and what it's like to kind of be batman and to be worried about somebody that is just trying to help somebody who wants to you know be there and do the right thing and she's kind of having this whole like meltdown kind of along the lines of oh but what if you get hurt and then like you know like oh my god i've turned into batman slash my dad (laughs) um but yeah um i i loved the characters um frankie is it's frankie right Mm -hmm. yes Yes. um i i love her story arc and trying to come into herself and be a vigilante and how she's kind of just trying to take on more um i loved the villains i loved that for several issues they were chasing wild tigers um, uh, and the wedding, uh, I thought that that issue was so heartfelt and just came from such a genuine place. Um, and it was beautiful. I loved the whole story. Um, Babs keeps killing it on the art and Cameron and Brendan are killing it with the story. So 
I think that it's awesome. I, I love the characters. I love what they're doing with um, such an iconic character. And it's nice that, um, you know, Batgirl didn't have to take the fall that Catwoman did to rise up again. Mm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Nicely put. Very nicely put, Stephanie. Very nicely put. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, you know, my kind of number one pick here a lot is really is Lazarus, uh, which is like it's volume three, right, Conclave? Yes. yes. It's volume three. Yes. Uh, I mean, Lazarus might be my favorite book going right now to give you a little preview of what this yeah. thing is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and every arc has been great, I think. But uh, the Conclave, it just has so much... It has so much forward momentum and it pushes things so far. We we talked about the the single issue, the the, the finale of it, which is just astounding. And to get in to get inside the heads of these of these, I don't know what, what's Lazaruses Lazarus Lazarus Lazarus. Not they say it in the book. Yeah, yeah it's Lazarus, true. Yeah. yeah, and spend time getting you know these people that were bred just for basically killing, and. And how to them, killing is the least, kind of the last thing they they want to do, you know? Uh, I thought it was amazing. And it just, it continued to layer on the world building, uh, the character building, and everything else. And, you know, I, I finished that all, I, I was so... I, w- I was so amped and also upset that I had to wait to read whatever was next, you know? And to me, like, it, it catapulted the series from... Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite series. Like, this is my favorite thing going right now so mm-hmm. uh i absolutely ad- adore it i think it's it's just one of the best um things i maybe have read in the last couple of years so and and to back up what you're saying the conclave arc is i think one of the stronger ones that rucka has put out for lazarus so far mm. and that's saying something because there's a lot of strong arcs yeah. there's, i mean it's the whole book is strong <laughs> yeah <laughs> the whole book is really solid <laughs> uh, but conclave was one that I don't know why, but for some reason I read it so many times this year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I, I didn't put it on ARC because it's coming up later. <laughs> so, uh, if I had two cents to throw in, that's where I would put them. Um, who else has someone they're, they're passionate about they want to they stump for here? I'm done. You're, I know, you got everything on there. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Bob is just like, oh, I'm just done. What's on the list right now? Thor, uh, uh, whoever should hold the hammer. Uh, last days of Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Sorry, sorry, and uh, Silver Surfer, the new Galactus trilogy or the new the Galactus arc that we were talking about before. Wasn't there a fourth one? No, no, not yet. Mm. We're <laughs> lock it in. <laughs> Stop at three. <laughs> Just lock it in. Uh, oh, uh, put mean... that put that Lazarus on. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Joey's so it's nice. Really good. It is it's really so really good. good. <laughs> I mean, if there's two left. Um... I didn't know that these were going to come up, but I would actually sacrifice my Harrow County for either Lazarus or Batgirl or both to be the other two on this list. Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking, actually. <laughs> I had written down here in Popkin to test. I have it written down right here. Yes. I have, I have uh, Batgirl Volume 2 and Lazarus Volume 3 written down as like, oh, maybe we should, I'll pitch this. Uh, so, um, Fandemonium was pretty wild. I know. I, Wicked and the Divine is probably the number one series that I'm behind on that I wish I was not behind on. That, oh, man. that's That definitely has that title for me, 100%. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy book. <laughs> if i had a vote i'd vote for both of those that you're adding Th- that i'm adding there yeah. Yeah. um stephanie how do you feel about that cool you're good on that thumbs up you got your back girl on there stephanie yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Sweet, uh, do it. All right. We should, we should have Joey on every discussion because he just makes everything so much more cordial. <laughs> I was going to say he makes it like positive. Yeah. Just like, over it, lock it in. Yeah, like, lock it in. <laughs> doesn't have any uh, votes, but lock it in. Said, all the books we're listing are fantastic. Yeah. You know, surprised so. that you didn't nominate Teen Dog? Well, Teen Dog started, like, it was kind of like bridging 2014, 2015, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I left it off. Gotcha. Gotcha. You were just, like, so into it. I was so hip to Teen Dog, dude. You didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> He brought it up when we were talking about Boom, though. He oh, did. He mentioned. He mentioned Teen Dog. He just like he just randomly said it out loud. He didn't even. There wasn't even context of a sentence. No context. He uh, was just like ah, oh, Teen, Teen Dog. Teen Dog. <laughs> Top publishers. Teen Dog. <laughs> Top character. All right. So, uh, I'm going to read them out. Story arc is Ms. Marvel Last Days, sixteen to nineteen. Silver Surfer, the new Galactus trilogy, which is 8 to 11, but kind of spreads through some of the other <laughs> books, too. So it's a no- nomenclature issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor, Whosoever Holds the Hammer, which is 1 to 8. Mm-hmm. Continue again with 1, because yeah, Marvel yeah. likes number 1. Yeah. Lazarus Conclave, with Volume 3 mm-hmm. in the trade paperback series. Mm-hmm. And Batgirl, Volume 2. Yeah. To the Wedding. To the Wedding. Uh, <laughs> get me to the church on time. We'll call that one. <laughs> Goes up to issue number 45. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So that's uh, that story arc down. We're going to do the best new series. This is this could get interesting. This is a big one. This is a big one. All right. Do we have the calendars up to make sure we're all nominating books that came out this yes. year? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have last year. I think we're going to be surprised. <laughs> uh, well, I will say, I mean, if and there's there are series that came out last year that had like an issue out that we kind of said we can't really talk about it yet this year because right. it, it's only an issue. So, you know, uh, things like that can still be nominated here, obviously. Um, all right. Bob, you go first. I'm, I'm, ah. I'm, very, I, I'm st- I have a list of like eight books in front of me that I'm gonna, I have to pick three from. <laughs> yeah, this was tough for, this was tough for me too. If you looked at my handwritten pieces mm. of paper, mm. they they look like yours. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff all over the place. Well, uh, number one, which came twice for this one, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Okay. Paper Girls. Okay. And oh, you're making me choose early. I was gonna, I was gonna. You're gonna wait it out. I was gonna fudge, but <laughs> see the secret. Go with your heart. Go with your heart. Oh boy. Well, I originally said Secret Six, so I'm gonna say that. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Joey. Giant Days. Okay. Paper Girls. Okay. And Archie. All right. <laughs> Stephanie. Uh, Black Canary. Okay. Paper Girls. Okay. And Fresh Romance. Okay. Mara. Descender. Okay. Black Magic. Yes. And Monstrous. Okay. Steve. Things have gotten so deadly serious in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, the this air category. came out of the room. <laughs> the difference in everybody, like the cadence in everybody's voice is hysterical. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I have Gotham Academy. That's not this year? It doesn't count. No. Gotham Academy got was nominated last year. Series. Oh, Wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was nominated for Best New Series yeah, last year. Yeah. All right. Also, it's not a new series. Well, it would be. I mean, yeah, He, but he, he was talking about if it came out, you know, it came out last year, Steve. Okay. Um, then I've got uh, Harrow County. Okay. Uh, and Paper Girls. 
and I'll uh, I'll I'll decide to throw my vote somewhere in a minute. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, I've also got Paper Girls for sure. Um, it's on mine. Harrow County for sure. Um, this is so tough. This this was one of the toughest categories for me. Um, I'm gonna say Black Magic. Black Magic is my other one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is tough for me. This was a really tough one for me. Uh, so Paper Girls is a lock. Obviously, yes. five of the six of us voted for it. Nice. Yeah. So that's on there. That series is effing amazing. Let's just say that right now. Um, okay. And the Where's rest... the love for Giant Days, guys? I Come love on. Giant Days. It's yeah. coming up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Giant Days was definitely on on my like uh, next up list. There was it was. There's two. There's two series. There's three series in here that I wish I could have nominated. Uh, there's like I have six total that I was like I would love to have talked about. Um, so what's the other ones we have more than one for? Harrow and Black Magic are the other ones we have more than one for. I'm yes. just gonna write them down mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, so Steve, do you want to hear the all of them so you can decide where you're gonna throw your vote behind? Uh no, I've already got mine. I'm gonna throw mine for Giant Days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, Joey. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> no, I've really, I've been enjoying that from the beginning. It's, I it's, loved so it's much. It's amazing every issue. Um, I've got to give it up for that. Okay. All right. This is this is something. This is something here. All right. Okay. So, I mean, we have to figure out at least what a possible fifth could be. I mean, we we don't even, we're not even locking in necessarily these other three, but. They're, they're the ones that have the leg up because they have more than one vote. Um, so what is our, what do we have? So Paper Girls is for sure locked. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Harrow County, uh, Black Magic and Giant, Giant Days, Days all have more than one vote. vote. Yeah. Um, all three of them are. Joey is clearly super passionate about Giant Days. <laughs> it's true. Just like. I demote Just my do Archie it. vote. Just do it. And put it behind Fresh Romance. And, <laughs> like Giant Days is really fantastic. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Oh no! Did you just say Shia LaBeouf? Oh. No. Oh. Shia LaBeouf. I was on your side. Why would you do this? What are you talking about? Just do it. Totally with your. Get out of here! Don't Shia LaBeouf this. I mean, Giant Days is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was it was so close to being. It was really between Black Magic and that when I was sort of picking what my third was going to be. Um, so put them both on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the problem. <laughs> no problem. I'm just giving. I'm just giving. I just want to just give Giant Days its props because it's it's a really fantastic series, and you know all of these series are about pretty big picture stuff. Most of them, anyway. You know the ones that are, we're, we're we're close to here. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another one, obviously, that's not about that. Um, but um, most of are talking about high concepts. We're talking about either you know sci-fi, horror, action, whatever it might be. And Giant Days is refreshingly just. Slice of life. A slice of life. In the best possible way. You know, um, which I think is pretty wonderful. Um, so I'm totally cool with Giant Days making this list. Okay. So Paper Girls, Harrow County, Black Magic, Giant Days. Yeah, I think, though, that's where we're We're in one spot left. Fresh Romance. Squirrel Girl. Sorry. <laughs> Squirrel Girl was on my list, but I crossed it off. I had 10. <laughs> okay. That's so, a half a vote. I got a half a vote yeah, pulled from you that gotta, one. Get, you got to cross that one right there. Black Canary. <laughs> oh, we're just throwing out names now. Yeah. Um, so wait, let me just do this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna cr- cross off Secret Six, Bob. Sure. Okay. I'm just trying to get this list down yeah. to what we can like debate about. 
Cross uh, off Archie. Cross off Archie. Um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. How many issues of Monsters have come out, Mara? Uh, just as many as Black Magic, which is only two. Okay, I'm just wondering. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Same thing with Paper Girls. Like the thing is, like all these great comics came out so late, late in the year, year that yeah. I'm no, like, I, I wrote down Black Magic and Monsters. I'm like, are do I have a valid opinion on these yet, or am I still writing the 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 early issue high? But you know, I think they're both solid, and I think Black Magic is certainly you know one that needs to be paid attention to now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I wasn't trying. I wasn't like trying to say like that disqualified. I honestly did not know how many issues came no. out <laughs> <laughs> of it. Um, so we've got monstrous descender, uh, fresh romance, and unbeatable squirrel girl, kind of vying for that for that last spot. Um, this is tough. These are all great series. Um, Bob, yours was unbeatable squirrel girl, right? That's you. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Stephanie, tr- fresh romance. I almost keep calling it true romance. Um, d- also good, just not a comic. It's just not a comic. A really good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, Descender and Monstrous. Those are both your uh, picks, Stephanie right? They had Black Canary, too. Oh, Black Canary, right. Sorry. Oh, you know yeah, what? Bobby. I thought it was Black Magic. Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just wrote Black <laughs> and Cross I thought it was the Black Magic spot. Okay. Uh, man, this is tough. This is a rough one. Is Fresh Romance nominated anywhere else? It got nominated for Best Web, right? Yes. Are you nominated? In digital, yeah. Yeah, web or digital? Mm. I think so. <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. No. Yes, oh, we did. yes, we did. <laughs> the knives came out. <laughs> Look what happened, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm everyone. <laughs> no, it's it, all these are great, man. Yeah. I'm just gonna chill, sit back here and whatever Shout works. Things. Yeah, man. <laughs> Extraordinary X Men. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, man, oh man, this is tough. So, and it's funny, Mar. Now you, s- <laughs> I, fe- I feel bad that now that we put a series that has two issues out on this. Well, list. that's 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 where that's what my problem was. Yeah, like, where, where do I put the cutoff to know how great a new series? Yeah. is or is it when you think about a new series, like what does the initial impression leave yeah. on you? So I went based mostly on that. Yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, Black Magic, I mean, that first issue put a huge impression on me, especially. And the second one's great as well. I think they're just equally as good. I mean, they're, they're two fantastic issues that are written so well and look amazing as mm-hmm. well. Um, and I think if you're trying to narrow it down, think about what how you felt after you picked up this series or the anticipation going into a new series and if that series delivered on its promise. Yeah, and it, but it's also tough because you, you got you to sort of like measure right because yeah we're on like the black magic it's a two fantastic issues you know but mm-hmm. what if issues you know four and five are just okay i don't think that will happen obviously mm-hmm. you know so i sort of think like is it better to reward something that's had more time to sort of have its ups and downs or prove itself you know i'm just speak. i'm just kind of rationing out loud here yeah um because black canaries had almost the whole year right Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Squirrel Girls had a lot of issues as well, right? Two number ones. Two, two <laughs> number new, ones. From, it's from been new twice this year. Squirrel <laughs> Girl, yeah. It's uh, impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and both have re- remained very strong. I mean, they're not... Obviously, I, do, I don't love either of them as much as I love Black Magic, obviously. But they've also had more time to sort of be themselves. I mean, Descender is great, too. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm leaving off Descender. Descender is also fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really tough one. Oh man, Joey, what do you think about this issue? 
of issues. Of issues. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I think they're all great. Come on, Joey. Now, what do you think of the idea, though, of like, do you think it's important? Do you think it matters? I think there's something interesting, too, about uh, like Black black Magic and Monstrous, or the, both that kind of just debuted the last couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are those going to be minis or ongoing? Um, I'm pretty sure they're both ongoings. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's something interesting, too, about, like, if it was, like, a four-issue series mm-hmm. and it started in October and it was going to end in February, you would kind of know, like, this yeah. is how it's going to be. Yeah. Whereas with, with um, Black Canary and Squirrel Girl, those have been going on for months, mm-hmm. and Squirrel Girl debuted twice, mm-hmm. so uh, it is kind of both new and you know that it's quality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> what do you think, Steve? Oh, boy. Um, is is Black Magic not a lock? It, it, it's it, it had two votes. I felt like it was a lock. It was a lock before, but I'm yeah. just I'm just I'm just thinking about it, you know, because we only have one spot left on the list, you know, um, okay. and it's got to go to Black Canary, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, you know, uh, fr- Fresh Romance, Descender, or Monstrous. Um, I can take Monstrous off. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna yeah, Monstrous, and double down on Descender. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go with unbeatable squirrel girl um just for for consistency and and quality and and humor and heart and all of all of the reasons to read uh unbeatable squirrel girl not to mention that that series was kind of also would definitely be in contention if we had like a biggest surprise category because that book turned out to be something really amazing mm-hmm. and also kind of put like one of our like favorite new writers on the map for us that now when that person comes out with another book, we're actually paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that that says a lot about the impression that that book uh, left with the group. Uh, Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie, what do you feel more passionate about fresh romance or black canary? That's tricky. <laughs> I know it's tricky. <laughs> um, I really love black canary, but I think what fresh romance is doing is more um fresh yeah yeah thanks (laughs) i think that it's a unique take on um you know the the genre and i think that it's needed in the industry so i think as much as i love black canary i would put fresh romance on the docket okay would you be opposed to unbeatable squirrel girl being on this list don't be stupid, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm be a fool. Just trying to gather the temperature <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of the room here. <laughs> um, uh, Mara, you said you're doubling down on Descender. Well, sell it to me. <laughs> well, a lot of it was the lead up to it. Um, I knew I was really familiar with both Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. And the book is just one of those where I don't know. It just kind of gives you a sick feeling inside. Like you just really feel and like the end of the first arc just killed me. And then the past issue that came out, which I got confused with injection. I thought injection number eight had come out, but it was descender. (laughs) And I don't know. I read a lot of comics and just like the way the story is pacing itself. I thought I would get bored at one point and I really didn't. It's, it's like, um, Robots are hunted down. They're kind of this evil. And you got a doctor who was thought to be behind it. But in the background, the, the part that's most interesting to me is 
this young boy who had a AI robotic companion as a child and how that robotic companion never really aged and the boy did mm-hmm. and the robotic companion is trying to find his boy and his boy's a man and we just kind of might have met him recently or something you know what I mean mm-hmm. it, it's I don't know it's just one of those where when I was thinking of the series that debuted this year that really stuck out to me in all categories from artist to writer to um, publicity to the pacing it was to cinder for me but unbeatable squirrel girl is unbeatable <laughs> <laughs> that's in her name <laughs> uh and i will say you mentioned um you mentioned injection there a little bit and that was one of the other ones that was very close i just want to i'm not in my, throwing it in the fray or anything <laughs> but i just want to bring it because I, I really really love that series um it's yeah so dense and so complicated and so weird which is not a big surprise uh considering warren ellis mm-hmm. is, the, is the writer on it but it just has so much cohesiveness of design and and, and tone and flavor and it's just so good um i recommend anybody read it and it'll definitely make you know my end my top 10 list of the year when we when we get to when we get to our personal ones um, on the site but just want to bring that up really quickly because it's just such a good book such a great book um so i think the one that seems like the one people would be most happy with overall would be unbeatable squirrel girl that seems like the the feeling that we should go with right um are we all okay with that yeah sure Yes, uh, Joey. Hey, you can't beat it. Wait, <laughs> we, need, we, need, oh! we need your saying, though. We need your uh, catchphrase. But yeah, do it. <laughs> Come on, Joey. <laughs> Lock it in, man. There we Lock go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, Joey. <laughs> All right. So, we're going with uh, Descender. <laughs> Yes, we're going with Descender. <laughs> uh, we just called it an unbeatable squirrel girl now. That's what we call it now. It's a nickname for it. Um, so, uh, Bob, you want to run down the... We have, for best new series, Paper Girls, Harrow County, Black Magic, Giant Days, and The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Yeah. It's a good list. It's a very good list. Yes, it is. It's a very good list. It hurt me a lot not to say we can never go home again. on mm. Because yeah. that series is really fantastic. Um, it's tough. Was at least single issues, or was it? Just... Yeah, no single issues. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the trade just came out um, last last weekend. Yeah, and it's it, it's a great trade, by the way. It has so much back matter in it, um, and they have a whole kind of essay about like how to how to treat you know violence and and, and how to betray violence, all that kind of stuff. It's a really interesting thing with and it has a ton of covers, sketchbook, all that kind of stuff in it. It's a really good trade. Um, it's great. It's a great book. Um, and one that it's tough because when you're doing the catch up stuff with this, it's like, it's very easy to get kind of fall in love with like stuff you read just in the process of catching up, Yeah, you know, cause it's the thing freshes in your mind and it, it excites you. And you know, it's, it's, it's like that thing where you probably wouldn't have read it on your own, but you decide to read it because you feel like you have to. And then all of a sudden you're kind of opened up to something you didn't expect to be so good. So, um, but it's such a great series, such a great series. Uh, and again, I think it might be, on my, it might end up being on my personal top 10, but that's going to um, wrap up this episode of our best of 2015. Um, Bob, do you have all the nominees in front of you there that we're doing, we've done? Sure. Do you want to read out what Some, we did this episode? S- this episode entirely was, yeah. where'd we start? We, web. Started, we started with we best started web comic. Best web comic. <laughs> Hark of Agrant, Fresh Romance, The Groom, Bandette, and DC Bombshells. All right. 
We then did, did we do ARC next? We did miniseries next, I believe. We did miniseries. Death Defying Dr. Mirage, Alex and Ada, A-Force, Lady Killer, and Star Wars Shattered Empire. Story arc. Mm -hmm. Ms. Marvel Last Days, 16 to 19. Silver Surfer, the new Galactus Trilogy, 8 to 11. Increasingly misnamed. (laughs) Thor, Whosoever Holds the Hammer. Batgirl, Volume 2, Get Me to the Church on Time. And Lazarus Conclave. Miniseries. Mm -hmm. Paper Girls, Harrow County, Black Magic, Giant Days, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. New series, by the way. You said miniseries. New series. New series. I'm sorry about that. All right. So that's going to do it for th- for this episode. Make member sure make member sure member sure. <laughs> that was a that was a combination of remember and make sure. sure. <laughs> uh, remember to vote on the polls on the on the podcast posts um, for your picks. Also write into us podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com or send us a tweet at talking comics to let us know your thoughts on everything uh we have one more show left to go for our our best of deliberations um we're going to be doing writer artist ongoing and overall oh boy the big boy categories it's gonna be some stuff happening here um it's gonna be great it's gonna be great lock it in (laughs) not yet we haven't talked about anything i know (laughs) just in general bobby shut up you're ruining it (laughs) I think you've told me to shut up at least three times since you've been back, Stephanie. Can you miss me? Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's going to do it for this episode of Talking Comics. For Bob. Good night. Stephanie. Shut up. Steve. See you next time. (laughs) Joey. Bye-bye. And Mara. Do or do not. There is no try. (laughs) I have been Bobby. (laughs) Until next time on Talking Comics. To be continued. (laughs) 